Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah. Sorry, I was I was I was a little early. You know what, dude? Don't even worry about it because usually we, we overzealous. Yeah, no, no. When we do the Zoom calls, like oh those God, are those are, are like worst. internet based, right? So there's a little lag. So I'll do that. Wait, welcome to another episode of, and it's like bit 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 a little distracted. He was typing some stuff. Sorry, I just threw it it's at you. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, we're here today with... Uh, you, you do the intro. Sorry. My bad. That's fine. That's fine. You know what? I'm, I am over here distracted trying to get all the Facebook stuff started, but it's cool. Welcome, 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 everybody. It is a beautiful Friday afternoon. We are happy to be here again with you. And today... <laughs> <laughs> today, we're excited, man. Uh, well, I'm excited because I have been seeing this guy's name on the podcast, Loyal Listener, Friend of the podcast, big, big shout out to Mr. Andres Guzman with ALF Cleaning Company. What's, What's up, going guys? What's on? up, guys? Andres, thanks for joining us today. No problem. I'm glad to hear you here, finally. It's been yeah. a while. Just try to tune in, try to grab a little bit, learn something learn from, something from each day, podcast. Right? Yeah, you take something home from from one podcast, you're learning. You're doing, you're doing something good. Every so. single episode, I learn something from somebody. That's like one of the magic things I've, I've enjoyed about this particular process. Like, dude, you're in business. You're out there talking to people every day, right? But when you really sit down with somebody for like 30 minutes and let them talk about, you know, their story and hear out what's going on in their life, like you learn some stuff that you're like, dude, I went through that. Or, Absolutely. I should have tried that. Or that's a great idea. I'm going I'm to try that thing. Exactly. Like that's that's what it's all about. Especially being a new <clears throat> business. So I didn't mean to cut you off. No, um, no, you're you want to find those things that you're you're lacking or that you're missing out on. So I always try to find find something I could do better or a different idea, something I don't know, make me a little bit more money. Uh, just we don't know something. Everything, everything. It's a trial uh, and error game, dude. Absolutely. It's a trial and error game. Oh, forgot. Good thing I saw the camera. Three hundred sixty-five pairs of shoes, ladies and gentlemen, before the end of the year. So if you have some new shoes, gently used shoes, cash you want to donate. James at csfirst.com or 619-884-0045, and he'll drive over there on his Harley and pick up those bad boys. All right, dude, so <clears throat> a little bit of history. I might have I might have Andres tell his side of the story, but I've actually known Andres for, I want to say, since about 2007-ish, yeah, somewhere around 2006, there. 2006, 2007. 2006, yeah. 2007. So we've got quite a little bit of history, so I'm going to let him tell you, uh, you know, how it all came to be. What's what's your side of the story? Where did where did it come from? Well, uh, there's a guy named Hernan Cias. He used to do uh, actually he used to do my taxes when I didn't make no money. So he <laughs> used to see all my W twos, and it was probably one of the easiest customers you had. Or you're like easy peasy. I'm done. I'm like what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I met him. Uh, he he started doing my parents' taxes, all my family's taxes back in 2006, like he said. 
and uh, did mine. Um, and then my dad would always talk about this Hernan guy. You know? I'm like, you should be more like Hernan. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, he's a sharp. He's a sharp guy. You should you, you should hang out with him. And I was just like, what? I was just, I was I was too I was busy too chasing things and trying to spend money rather than make money at that time. I was young. I didn't know what I wanted. Um, but now I finally finally realized what he was talking when he was talking about. I saw you were in business. You had a game truck at the time. You were doing the CP, CPA thing. Mm-hmm. And I think you were going to school. I'm not sure if you were yeah. going to well, school. I, I didn't do the CPA route. I did my. I got my degree in accounting. Okay. But that was at the time I was thinking about it. I was like, should I get my CP? Like, should I go and do the whole CPA route? I, I didn't because I didn't want to dedicate that time. I didn't want to build that particular business. But that was definitely a thought at that time. Right. So, uh, yeah, my dad just kept talking about this Hernan guy. I was like, man, all right. And then um, for a long time, I hadn't seen you. Yeah. Long time, I didn't see him. Like, what happened to I just know that he started doing taxes. Well, how, how old are you? I'll be 38 this year. Be, yeah, we're about the same age. Yeah. So, like, you, you know, you're talking about, like, partying it up and doing fun stuff. Yeah. Dude, I ain't gonna lie. I was doing a lot of the same stuff. It's just where I was spending my like my daytime stuff was maybe a little bit different. Yeah. But dude, we we had our house like at twenty. We'd like James parties, like big parties. I mean, <laughs> I don't think there was a day that we didn't have somebody at the house that we were hanging out with. Like, every I'll be honest day. with you, the entire four years of that part of my life is a blur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I forgot a big part. Like, like gone. When we worked we we did work right? right so when we when we when we did the work we were like building the computer company at the time we would go on these retreats to learn about you know real estate investing we learned a little bit about you know corporates and entities and all these different things so we did spend time learning right but we were partying too dude yeah see that's my problem i was just partying and there not, was no and learning. not there was no learning <laughs> i was learning how to party and party better <laughs> but i wish i would incorporate a little more learning i just started going to school trying to get a uh, business administration, um, a bachelor's in that. Yeah. Unfortunately, my dad got sick. I kind of lost track. Um, I don't know. Just with my dad being sick, I just I quit school altogether and just kind of put it in the back burner. And then I got a job with the government. Well, so. hold on, hover on that for a second. There's, there's a lot of people who go through the loss of a parent early on. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you were already at an age where like you weren't a kid anymore when this was happening. You no. were an adult. You right. know, and and. You know, mom was in a position where like her whole world was shattering around her. Right. I mean, you guys were losing the you know the the parental figure in your in your life. Right. What was that like for you know bouncing back, or how hard was it to bounce back? What did you like? What emotions were you going through? How did you how did you resolve those? Oh man, it was it was tough. Uh, so now I fill in, and I'm the man of the house now. I'm the one that has to be the you know step in as my dad, um, as a father. Not not so much the father figure, just the man of the house. Yeah. So, man, I'm an emotional wreck. I don't, I mean, I just looked up to my dad for everything. Not, not only was he my father, he was like my best friend. So losing him, I, it was hard to talk about my dad around my family and try to cope with it mm-hmm. just because I felt like I was in a breakdown and I didn't want to see, I didn't want to let my sister be the my rock. mom. Right. So if I felt like if they see me break down, then they're going to break down and they're going to become soft. I have to be the rock for them and be solid so that. They see me like everything was okay. They so, so they can carry on. Yeah, it was it was it was tough, man. People were telling me, "Oh, you got to do it this way," and you know, you got to get over it. That's one thing that I can tell people not to do when they lose somebody. Don't try to give them advice as far as getting over it. Let them take their time. 
because you're gonna be mad i was getting i was losing friends because i was like don't tell me how to deal with this just let everybody's gonna deal with it at their pace and you just gotta let them it's something that not everybody goes through but once they do they'll they'll deal with it in their own way yeah and that's it that's actually almost everybody will have to go through that at some point absolutely and it's just yeah as a friend or or co-worker or whatever just that's my one thing that i I suggest how does does somebody like how would what would be a good thing for somebody to be around like if that were to happen and i wanted to be helpful to somebody who's going through that like how what's good advice to like be a good friend Uh, like i don't it's it's delicate right because i want to be there and be like you know hey man i'm I'm there for you i got your back you know i'm sorry like i i would feel weird people telling me like i'm sorry like what do you what are you sorry about yeah like, you know what i mean like i but i don't know i haven't gone through that you it, know it's I mean? tough um just be there for him just say hey man you want to go you know for a ride or want to just just keep try to keep occupy their mind and sometimes if you try to push them too much they they tend to fall back too mm-hmm. um that's my only advice too is just let them do how, how they let them handle it how they're going to handle it that's, that's about it so how'd you end up handling it what, it was what, man it was it was it? it was ups and downs like i just started in this new job with the government i lost my father uh three months removed um so it was it was a bunch of highs i was kind of excited for the new job but at the same time i just lost my dad so i mean there's days man i would go to work and i, I, just, I just wanted to cry i had a new environment new people and i just looking around like what the heck am i doing you know so i don't know man i just fought through it i just get through it I was there a lot for my mom too. I mean, she took it really hard. That's that's my de- my mom's first love and only love. Mm-hmm. To this day, she's like she's never gonna go. I'm not gonna. Else. I'm yeah. not gonna remarry. She got no time for that. I, I even had a conversation with her, you know, because everybody gets lonely. Everybody yeah, wants course. to use that companion. And I and I pulled her aside. I was like, Mom, I was like, I'm not gonna get mad at you if you if you decide to meet somebody or or move on or whatever. I know that you always love my dad. That's never gonna change. Yeah. But if you want to do that, she stopped me. No. I'm yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> I, can, my, I can picture uh, nope. your mom saying it just like yeah. that, too. No, nope. I don't need nobody. Yeah. You know, so she she has a saying, I forget how it goes, I'd rather be alone than, than uh, in, under bad company. In Spanish, I'm not yeah, yeah, Spanish, yeah, yeah. it's not that good, so I'm not going to try to. Well, she probably got off one of her novelas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it was just a tough time. Um, I don't know, just time. Time. Time heals. It's quicker for everybody and... and you know, it, it just recently hit the 11-year mark. No, actually, this August will be 11 years. So, so last year was 10 years, and it's just So 11 crazy. years down the road, dude, you've gone through the ups and downs, you've gone through the struggles, and, and now you're a father. Yeah. Like, how does how does oh, that affect you today? Like, how, I mean, you, you, you were out having fun, doing all this other stuff, but now you're a father. Now you're not the, you know, now you have a little baby in front of you that, now you get to shape that person. Like, right. what was, what's, you know, how, how's that past affecting you? First of all, a father now? that's a, it's, it's an amazing thing, man. When my little girl was born, I was just in shock. I just couldn't, I was like, wow, I'm a dad now. Um, and something clicked. I needed, I need to start moving. I still, I need that, that grind just started. It just, the gear started moving. Um, I was, I was already trying to grind and, and get the business going. Um, and then I just remember all the things my dad used to tell me, like, son, you're going to remember. I told you this when you have kids and there's these little things because I'm, I'm a stepfather to two boys as well. So, Luca, what's up, Diego? They're watching, I think, with my wife, too. So I just want to say hi real quick. Um, but, yeah, the things that you try to instill in them or that he tried to instill in me, now I'm carrying on to them. It's mm-hmm. crazy, dude. It's just like things go in full a circle. full circle. Yeah. yeah. It, it's 
my daughter too. It's a little bit different because she's a girl, but same thing. I mean, you're gonna want to teach them morals, um, the the do's and the don'ts, and how to be a good person. All right, dude. So when my daughter was born, like pregnancy, uh, it was you know it was cool. You know, I was there for her, yeah. and, and you know, and you know, I was having a baby. Great. Baby was born. I was like, oh, cool. Look, a baby. Whatever. It's not until like I I the first time we we're feeding her and I'm hold, I'm, I'm sitting there and and she's drinking out of the bottle and then she like looked at me and like we made eye contact and like my heart melted yeah, dude I was got like, you. I was like that's to me when you said the click like something clicked that was my click moment at exactly. that point I realized like damn I'm going to do anything for you Yeah <laughs> Same thing I was in the hospital my wife had just fell asleep and I had her my, I was holding her in my arms and then she she just kind of opened her eyes and just locked Yeah. And just locked and ever since, it's, it's just been, I don't know, it's just been crazy, man. You know, a quick little story, too. So we're having this little gender reveal, and I'm a big fisherman. So my, mm-hmm. my buddy let me borrow his boat, and my wife got the smoke thing. And uh, we're cruising down the thing. She lights it, sparks. It was it was like a bad, bad, almost a bad situation. I was I almost <laughs> killed a kayaker because I'm looking back at the smoke. I'm just hearing, like, hey, hey, hey. Sparks are flying on my wife because the wind's just like they're holding the boys are holding it up. The sparks are just burning her in the face, and then the kayak guy, and then I'm not sure what the last one. Oh, then my boy Diego sits down, and my buddy left hooks, so he gets hooked in the butt. So I'm like <laughs> trying to take the hook out of his butt while my wife's things, and then finally the pink smoke comes, and I was like, oh man, pink smoke in the midst of everything. Wow. You know, slightly disappointed because as a guy, I think you first one you want to yeah, have course, a, hit, a, a boy. Let me get out the way to keep hitting it. You want to have a boy, but now that I have a little girl, I would not change it for the world, man. It's it's just amazing. It's Dude, just, that bond, girl. that bond. She she's she just turned eight months. Yeah. So my wife's already. Hey, we got to plan the one year old party. This mm-hmm. and that. And I'm like, where's this time going? Yeah. I remember just yesterday she was born. Now we're already talking about eight months and planning a. A birthday party. That's I remember when my nuts. daughter was really little. Like I, I sat back in the recliner and like she would fall asleep just on my chest, like a little thing. Yeah. Like breathing, heart beating, like just on your chest. Yeah. Now, dude, she's a freaking giant, dude. She's yeah. ten years old. <laughs> well, I have an eight month old. She's a giant. She's a monster, bro. She's like <laughs> little chunker. She's thick, but it's awesome. <laughs> all right. So, so all this stuff, like now, it's pushing you to like really get your grind on, right? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your company. Well. I'm, I'm branching off. I, I first started my company were AB&M uh, Cleaning Services. I had a partner, and it just it just didn't it just didn't click. You know, as a as a business owner, there's pros and cons. You know, you, you have to grind, you have to work, and the, and the pros are you get to write stuff off, you get to buy buy cool stuff. You could, but my partner was into the pros first. He didn't understand that we need to grind. We need to grind, 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 and then later will come all the good pros and you get to buy a trailer and ride it off and put it under for all these tax write-offs and pay for your own gas and all this stuff he was trying to do that at the beginning i just he wasn't grinding getting the 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 business aspect and i was i was losing more jobs than i was getting jobs so i was just like hey man we'll keep the name you can go your way i'll go my way and then i'm here now so i come to the how was the breakup it was cool it was cool it was mutually like like okay yeah we're good good. yeah initially it was a little it was a little rough Mm -hmm. i mean but we we kept it we kept it cool because would you would you learn from that first experience as far as like structuring talking just out with your partner yeah there there is we when you're going to go into into a partnership you need to go in things like with an agreement and you put it on paper and so that you have something there and just 
you have to always go back to him like hey man remember we, we agreed to this or make sure that your partner is on the same page as you that's real important so that you guys are you guys are in, in sync you guys know okay this is our goal this is how we get it okay what's our next goal let's get there and then just accomplish it accomplish it, and keep going yeah. so that's 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 what my next our my new partner that's we're already we're already steamrolling so things are going good so you have you actually sat down and talked about you know when we get income when we oh, get yeah. expenses oh, yeah. and there's still there's still little things here and there that we got to work out but i mean um yeah actually to open a bank account they they had to have us have an agreement so we had to literally have a paper agreement we both had a sign and we got that going um but there's a lot of little gray areas that we still have to have to work out um so now i opened up alf cleaning company stands for uh always looking fresh um dude it just i, I just like i like that since i'm cleaning i want if i can yeah. clean your office i want it to look nice and fresh as soon as you walk in you're like damn yeah. this looks good well, yeah it's something you're proud to walk into absolutely so uh, we just we're actually gonna start july 1st we got our, our business license we're insured we're bonded um we're still in the in the works of uh, a website and uh, haven't got an instagram or anything like that yet but we're we're good to go get i have some prospect clients that i, I i'm bringing over from mm-hmm. the old company so that's just that's easy and then we're just we're ready to start rolling isn't it funny how like you get when you wipe the slate clean it's almost like a like like i don't know how to compare like a brand new pair of shoes like yeah you've already had shoes you know how to walk you've right. been doing it but now you get to put on these fresh kicks like now you get to sport something new and you get that jump back and you get, you get right that step back yeah like. yeah like you're like okay now i'm gonna go did you guys agree when you split about like what a, what what's up with the existing clientele like which ones you can have which it was just hey man you bring in your clients i bring in mine and that's that's just the way it was you you get you find your work i'll find my work and you keep the name we keep the insurance we split everything else down the cost and everything else down the middle and we just did it that way he wanted to work as much as he wanted to and i grinded as much as i wanted to or i could and that was and that was the thing for me i i just got burnt out this is my my second job so i already have a day job i come home i go clean the gym or i go clean the, the the bank or the the other office that i have and i just get home and i'm just like tired and mind you i have a newborn yeah so i get home she's crying i gotta feed her i gotta help the wife and I'm like, dude, this sucks. I need to figure something out. So that's why I was like, well, let's start something new. We'll hire people instead of me doing all the work. And then I can just manage. Sit back, have the plan, and just let it let it go. Let it flow. So how, how's so, that setup gone so far? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little heads up on, on my experience when bringing on employees. They're the worst Oh, heart of a business. I, I, I've experienced it. it. It's tough. And then they complain, well, I need more work. And initially, it's tough. You know, I'm starting off and trying to get work from and I couldn't I couldn't get them a whole 40 hours. Mm-hmm. So I was starting to lose lose employees because yeah. they were going to other places where, <clears throat> where they can get, where they get the full work. Yeah. Right? And I couldn't blame them. Yeah. So then that was a tough time for me. And that's when I just started saying, you know what? I'll just do it. And plus, some of the jobs that I was doing, I, I sent my ladies out. And I was getting complaints. Hey, did you guys even clean this? Mm-hmm. What, what do you mean? So I got on the phone call with my partner. Hey, man, what happened? Yeah, we cleaned it. I drove up. Some of these houses were Escondido, Oceanside. So I had to go up there and drive. And I had to go check it out. And I'm like, dude, what happened? How did you miss this? You have to be a little more detailed in your work, especially cleaning. You walk in, and it's like these windows are all smudged. Like, dude, did you not see that? What are you, what are you so, doing? 
I actually have some experience in a cleaning. I, I actually I built a cleaning company kind of on accident. Um, I was working at H and R Block at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, I started managing the offices. And so I sat in a meeting, and one of the things that we needed was somebody to come in and clean the offices, right? <clears throat> and um, so we, it, my job was to find somebody to do that. And uh, I was looking at different companies. I was looking at you know the prices, and I knew what our budget was, and I knew what you know that sort of stuff was. And I couldn't find anybody coming at that price. So I was like, man, what am I going to do? So I reached out, and my mother-in-law, she was like, I need a job. I need something to do. I was like, well, you used to do hotels. Do you want to clean offices? She's yeah. like, yeah, I'll do that. So I went, and I started this. You know, I, I did the incorporating, bonded insurance, all that stuff, and gave my company the job. Right. And so that's how that's how it started off. And it, it did really well. They would come in. She would come in, and after, you know, after hours at, at the office, clean all the offices um then all of a sudden we got uh that opened up a referral to cleaning vacation homes in mission beach like the like the vacation rentals right so we started getting into that and i'm I'm telling you dude and i ended up you know hiring family to to do the cleanings and as long as it was family it was cool as soon as we opened it up to like hire other people yeah like that was tough man because you gotta understand that they Employees don't care about your business as much as you care about right. your business. They are going to do the minimum to get by. Like, if you ever work for anybody, you pretty much did the minimum to get by. You don't really give it everything right. you got because it's not right. your thing. Right. Right. But um, one of the things when you're talking about un- making sure that everything gets done, one of my suggestions for you is to come up with a checklist. And and like like I don't know I don't know if exactly what you're what you're focusing your attention on if it's offices or if it's a particular place but wherever job you get you do an initial walkthrough and then you know like you do a, a physical diagram of the place right and that physical diagram of the place has a checklist with it right and so and and every time they do a cleaning that person who does the job has to check off like physically check each section that you want them cleaned and sign off yeah that's a good idea. And then that way there's an accountability factor. Like right. when you do the when you do the work order for that job, it's and it's that's the invoice. It's like it's like here's your job. You're gonna do the bank, right? And right. so here's the layout of the bank. Here are all the things that I expect to be cleaned, and this is the order that you do them in, right? right? And then they sign off on all that work. That way, if they get a call now, it's like, hey, dude, you signed off that you did this, and you missed the bathroom, and you didn't do it, yeah, right? Now it's an account. Now they know like I have to get all this done. Right. And it's it's like check 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 check, because because you have to make it as easy as possible, like as simple. That's a system in place, and that's what something you do as an initial walkthrough when you come with a client. You're mm-hmm. like, look, this is what we do. We create a you know, and as you're talking to the client, they're gonna tell you specifically what they want cleaned, right? What's because you might look around and you're like, okay, these tops, these windows. But they don't, you know, that that's not what's important to them. To them, maybe what's important is get the staples out of the carpet, right? right? Whatever, whatever those types of things are. So it's a needs analysis for you to understand what the client wants. Because if you're doing exactly what the client wants, you're never going to get a complaint because it's on the checklist. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was like when you were talking about that, that was like the first thing that popped in my head. I had that problem too. Yeah. I knew exactly. It's hard. And, and dude, we'd be in the middle of whatever family time blah, blah blah and boom the phone rings and there we go off to mission beach yeah. you know to i don't know because we didn't replace a towel or yeah and you have to do dumb. it you have to keep the customer happy and, do it and at 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 whatever it costs yeah. then, then you lose one and then the word of mouth it's like it's like a wildfire it's a domino effect yeah. yeah it's crazy and that's another thing i had I, I had two workers and they it was it was they wanted to be queen bee mm-hmm. so one didn't want to take orders from the other and i'm like well can you guys work together 
Yeah. And, and they, no. That's, well, that's the other thing is, is remember that it, when you're in business, anything that goes wrong is your fault. Right. So it's your fault because you didn't set that hierarchy. Right. You didn't put, you know, in this building, you're in charge of the checklist. You're in charge of what goes on in this job. You're in charge of the building. You're in charge of what goes on. Like you have to set those titles ahead of time and not expect them to figure it out. Yeah. Because if they're if you expect your employees to figure it out, they're never going to do it. And they're always going to mess it up for you. Right. So like those are like when it comes to an employee, you have to have a very strict system in place. Like everything they do from the moment they clock in to the moment they clock out, and there has to be some sort of set thing in place. Otherwise, like they'll Chaos. find time to do other things. Like yeah. if you don't have it set up, Facebook is a good option. Oh man, YouTube is Social a good media, option. Social media, it's a big distraction. But yeah, I know what you're saying. But but that's what's gonna happen. And mind you, you're paying them to do stuff. So if you're paying them to do stuff, like fill it out. Like James, for example, we're in our company, in our insurance company, we have. One employee, one admin, and he is swamped with work. We don't ever have to worry about him not having stuff to do. He has too much stuff to do. Mm-hmm. But we actually have virtual assistants now. So we, uh, we're we outsourcing a lot of our work. And so what James is doing is he's in charge of making sure that the 100, what is it, 320 hours a month? 320 hours a month. That we get billed for every month mm-hmm. that we have things for them to do. And where are we at, Ham? 17%. <laughs> We pay for 320 hours a month, and they are only actually working 70% 48, 48 hours. And that's just because that's, you don't because have enough Because we don't work. have enough. Well, we haven't trained them for all of the work that needs to be done yet. So that's okay. a big part of my job is making sure that they have the training that they need. And, and mind you, we've just gotten started with this process, right? But it comes down to the same type of issue right whether it's clean whether it's running an admin office whatever it is that is a process that needs to be developed and as soon as you have those systems in place like imagine now you you're going to walk into a new client's office you're going to have your set system you're like okay mr mrs client let's do a walkthrough let's let's point out the key things and you have the whole diagram set up you're drawing it all out now you've agreed now you have a contract with this person this is the diagram the layout that we want for your place these are the important things that we need to hit this is the price this is when we're going to do it sign off now you have a contract in place now you have this system and it goes to your employees now the employees know exactly what they need to do make sure you leave a chocolate on the pillow whatever it is right (laughs) yeah but you have it all done and now it's like you want to do you want to get somebody to do 40 hours cool just find more of these right right and that's that's the, the the nature of of a successful business is do you have systems in place so you can scale? Now it's a matter of, now your job will be to go get more invoices, more papers right. filled out, more contracts because you have people to come in and anybody can do it. You train them with, you know, if you're doing this surface, it's this product. If you're doing this top, it's this product. Right. This windows, it's this product. But other than that, it's follow the checklist, dude. Yeah. Like, that's something on, that's a good one. I'm about to implement that. And then and that's that, and then you become a salesperson. Then you're not tra- tired all the time because your job is not to clean the place your job is to get more work and then manage the employees you go with the checklist and you pop by and be like how far along are you and you can look at their checklist and be like oh okay cool you're about 25 percent of the way and you Mm -hmm. can mark it like like you can get super creative your diagram will have steps and you have the checkpoint outline and they can you know 25 percent done and you can start you know clocking it out how long is this taking you yeah and you know you can you can learn a lot if you have a process in place you can even like later down the road maybe even like create that as i'm sure they probably have it already as like an app type thing so people will log in on their yeah. phone and they're checking off those things and you can see in real time i was actually i'm 
my buddy just uh, he just left. I worked with him for twelve years, and he's he's a crazy programmer. He's like, dude, let me build you an app, and I was just like, okay, I don't know what it, I don't know what I wanted to do yet, but yeah, yeah. build me one. That's 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 great. They're gonna have their own checklist, and they're just like, okay, for each location, they'll have a checklist, and it's paperless. Yeah, it's right on their phone. Boom. I can build it right I mean, here. and you can. I'm like, my mind goes crazy with stuff like this, right? So, I mean, imagine you have a digital, right? You're sitting with a client, and you're like, look, we currently have this many jobs. This job is, you know, 25% of the way complete as of right now, mm-hmm. right? And when the job is is complete, you get an alert, and he and, and it's an invoice for you to pay because the job is done. Right, and you can go in and see which stuff got completed, and yeah. then you can verify whatever. It's it almost like a clock in, clock out type thing too. And that's another it'll, thing. It'll it's, be timestamped. So it, it's holding it. them accountable right. to what they're, what's going on. It's going to be hard too, because I, <clears throat> I mean, I, I can't follow them around everywhere, and no. it's going to be there's going to be some time too. Where there's they're going to have a driving, mm-hmm. and they're using their own vehicles, um, so they'll clock in for that and use that driving time, and they'll, they'll put that on uh, on their timesheet as yeah. well. All those different things, but but again, like. This, these are, I mean, right now you start on paper, right? right. And you work out the kinks and then you, now the programmer has something that he can build that works and then you, you build that in later as you go. But your job is to work yourself out of a job. Like you right. need to replace yourself. And the way you replace yourself is by building a system, a checklist that somebody can follow. Yeah, I remember you telling me too. You're <clears> like, dude, the last time you did my sister's taxes, I told you, I was like, yeah, I'm doing all the work. You're like, dude, you need to stop doing that. And I just didn't understand why. And I was so, I was so far into like, making sure all these details were getting done because my partner had missed them. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to make sure I was losing more jobs. Yeah. I wanted to gain more work yeah. you know, on, the, on the opposite side. So I, I did. there was a trust issue there. There was a trust factor. Did I hire somebody? And are they going to do the good enough job like I would? I would walk in and, you know, first thing you see, like my main customer now is uh, real estate homes. They, they buy and flip homes. So everything changes. Like this wall will be here today. Guess what? Tomorrow is gone. And the whole kitchen's... Totally, totally redone. Different. So it's hard to have like a checklist for those type of homes because right, they're all right. different. But I mean, but then, but again, those are different types of jobs, right? right. So this is this is a construction clean, right? So exactly. a construction clean has this sort of right. checklist, right? I mean, everything it's is still, a little it's bit still different. It's still gonna have a checklist yeah. too because you can't start on the floors before you do the windows right. or your countertops. Right. There's still so there's still a process, correct? And so that that's really what it comes down to is. Is that sort of accountability, and even then, you're still gonna have, you're still gonna do a walkthrough with the client, yeah. right? The client's gonna be like, "Here's here's the place, you know, it'll be available on this time, oh, blah, yeah. blah blah blah." Right? Especially this is when before I want photo day, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> so, I mean, that's that's a huge, you know, having a process is huge in any business. I think that'll be super beneficial, and that that was my experience. And I'm I'm gonna say, dude, that was one of my most successful businesses, but the one but the one that I actually walked away from, like. <clears throat> I built it as a favor, mm-hmm. right? And it was doing really well. And I wanted nothing. I didn't want the phone calls yeah. and all that stuff. So I ended up handing it over to to one of the family, one, the people that we hired. I was like, look, you want a job? This is your baby now. All yours. Run Here you it. go. Have it. Run with it. Yeah. And so, you know, it didn't, it didn't end up lasting long after I walked away. But but that's the point is like I, I knew I learned those things, at least those things. To get me started in in that industry and i figure you know maybe to help you yeah absolutely those those things uh, if you can see i took notes yeah i physically I, had a, notes. I, I mean even today on my on the own show that i'm here i'm trying to learn some things you know I've, it's hard you know i try to get a business background going to school not finishing i didn't get everything all the all the the know-hows all the need to knows all the i'm just learning i'm as on the fly but I'm going you know out what, there. Though? I'm like, same. Oh, dang. 
Yeah, yeah, but, but both Same. of you, yeah. but both of you have something that that's super valuable and important is you have that work work ethic. Like you actually want to grind and you want to do the work. The only difference is what work are you doing and what work are you going to continue to do? Where right. do you want to be? Right. right? You want to have a business. You don't want to have a job. And right now, you, all you've ever known was a job. Right. You've never had anything other than a job. So the only way you know to run a business is the way you've run a job. And it's it's completely different. You can do it that way, and trust me, that you can make a lot of money. You'll just you'll bust your ass, and you'll that's be tired, the cool part. Right? All the money comes back to me, so I don't of have course. to pay out. I just divvy up, buy more supplies, put some gas in my tank, and I'm going to a new. It new sounds spot. it sounds good when everything is positive. The downside is you have to make payroll every time, right? And that can start getting iffy. Like, what if you have a big contract they haven't paid up, and you're missing an invoice? Yeah. Well, you don't get paid until everybody else gets paid, right? Mm-hmm. And so that there's always the the peaks and valleys in business. So you know, but as long as you understand that those are things that could happen, and you know, later if you want, we will sit down once you start, you know implementing some of these things we can start talking about forecasting we can start talking about budgeting we can start talking about projections and all these different things as far as your business is concerned so we can map something out where you where you have something sustainable so you know like you know what in christmas i'm crazy busy because everybody wants to do their office cleans they close down i'm super busy but in the but in like march nobody wants to do anything you know what's up with that like but let's look at your business and say okay well look in december we're going to put away funds for this and you know and you're going to stick to this kind of budget and we're going to allocate this to growth whatever it's going to be but you know have some cycles in there and just be prepared to, to keep track of what's going on in your business and then we'll sit down and talk about that for sure i'll have to bring in my partner too so we can get he he currently has a business going he sells uh massage chairs if you guys need one they're, they're pretty badass dude. Is, see, i don't, as, I don't know as if i need the, the massage chair the, the massage. <laughs> 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 no but um yeah i'm getting one from the house for sure dude. i mean even your feet and toes are getting massaged you're just uh, sitting there i'm getting old yeah, like that's how you know you, you're getting my toes, old please <laughs> oh man just give me a massage <clears throat> alright dude no you're you getting old when you're putting your feet in Epsom salt that's what it is yeah yeah well but that feels good though <laughs> you did that too you're old <laughs> yep so let's let's hear your story alright so uh, well you know what let's do the uh, let's do the ask the bros there you go let's do go it ahead. Ask, ask the, the bros. bros what's your, what's so, your question no, I was going to see his story on how we met. Oh, on his me on how we met. Yeah. So uh, I was working at H&R Block, and your pops came in and uh, sat down and, and did uh, did his return. And the one thing I learned that was different from anything I had ever done was when we sit down and talk about taxes, we first sit down and talk about you, the client. And so that was my first glimpse into understanding who the person is in front of me. And as I listen to their story, I get to advise on how their story has tax consequences or not, mm-hmm. right? And so I think the reason why I connected with your dad was because I sat down and listened to whatever he had to say, right? I got to hear his story about his kids, about you know buying the house, paying off the house. I got to hear the story about you know trying to get his kids to do something positive in their life and how one daughter's going over here my son's doing this you know i got i listened to his story and i think that's different than a lot of other places where you go where i can just take your paperwork do your tax return and send you on your way but the fact that we were able to open up that's when we connected when he came back the next year he specifically requested to talk to me right and i remember who he was 
right? And you know, so we sit down. And he, and we probably, talk. he probably whispered in your ear, hey, do you want to make money? Just do it on the side. It's exactly what he told me. <laughs> yeah. Well, because yeah. I, my, my intention when I went to Block was to get my license and then go off and build something. And the only reason I stayed was because somebody gave me the advice of, dude, you should stay here, do returns with us, and then if you make mistakes, it's under the H&R Block right. umbrella. So no big deal, you know, it's their responsibility. Then you can go off and do your own. So when I met with your dad the second year, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be leaving probably. And he's like, dude, wherever you go, here's my number. Call me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to come back. I want to come to you. I don't want to come to right. Like, I, it's not about the brand. I was like, all right, cool. So I, I was hesitant because I was like, I, I felt like that was wrong. But he reached out to me yeah, after he like he called you, me. That's where you, you caught him. You got you caught him. Like your personal your personality just yeah. You, you got him. And so then and then after that. that yeah after that it was just a matter of like you know getting now we knew each other right now we had a rapport and it was like and he would always tell me my son's your age like you need to tell him to do yeah, something I, I was remember. like I, I don't know your son like and it, mind you this is you know early on so like maybe I bet I found you like on MySpace or something yeah. like right I didn't. <laughs> But I, we didn't, you know, I didn't know you, and so I was like, you know what? I mean, I'm. He- I would tell him, I'm here. Here's my number. Have him call me. Like we can talk about anything he wants to do. He's like, but he doesn't want to do any of this stuff. Like he doesn't yeah. care to do it yet. And so, you know, and and it's then- crazy. I, I mean, growing up, I, I took business classes in high school. I knew I wanted to have a business. I just didn't know what. Yeah. Like I wanted to get in something that obviously you're gonna make money. You know, who wants to fail at opening a business and then bankruptcy or you're not making? What's what's the point? I just didn't have that niche. So when I finally met my wife, I met, you know, my partner, my business partner. And uh, he's like, dude, let's open up a cleaning business. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. I was like, dude, I like to clean. I could totally do this. My house, I'm like, having, having kids, dude, is crazy, <laughs> bro. I like clean the house. And I'm like, oh, no, no. You just gotta, Doesn't you just matter gotta, how many gotta, times, dude. No oh, matter man, what, you got yeah. kids in the house. You clean it ten minutes later, it's trashed. Yeah, so I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning how to deal with that, but um, yeah, and then here I am now opening up the the second the second part of the chapter, and now I'm I'm ready to just don't even worry about second that. part of the chapter. Thomas, how many times? What are we on pipeline? Like three point or something like that. I think 3. so. 3.0 or 4.0? I think we're on 3 or... Yeah. 3 or 4.0? Like, we've, we've revamped every time. Like, we've been in insurance. Yeah. But, like, we try something and we're like, that worked okay, but we didn't like this, this, and this. Do it again. And so, we'll we'll basically what it is for us is we reset our contract with our with our agents. We're like, we're going to try this approach mm-hmm. a little better. And so, we'll try the... We'll try yeah. this approach. If uh, we're talking contracts, then we're probably on version four. Yeah, something like that. So, <laughs> yeah. like, and it's just a matter of how do we serve, how do we bring on an agent and try to make them as successful as possible, right? That's always our, our goal. Like, how does that work? Right. What's the best way to bring them the most value? And so, you know, we're in version 4.0 and who knows, they might, you know, we probably will change something again sometime in the future. But for sure, it doesn't matter how many times you do it as long as you're always fixing something and you yeah, take what works, you keep what works and you look at what didn't work and you adjust those things and nobody has all the answers i can give you advice on things and people are going to give you advice on stuff that they've experienced but ultimately you got to go out and figure out what's the best thing for your customer like you if you're always chasing the dollar you're you're gonna burn out but if you're if you're trying to to build a name for yourself like legacy like Mm -hmm. you're trying to be like when they think of cleaning when they think of good service they think of me right that's how you're gonna kick some ass 
Yeah, it's, it's always good to get those emails and those phone calls. Hey, man, I just want to let you know you're doing an awesome job. And I'll, and I'll forward them to my wife. Yeah. You, know, it's, it's, you get that good feeling. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, my hard work is appreciated. Oh, and, right. it, and, it, and it makes you want to grind harder. Yeah, 100%. And then, you know, that he'll call somebody, hey, man, you need somebody to clean it. It's just that I've had that word of mouth business and I just hadn't been able to have time to move forward because I had a newborn. I had my other, you know, seven to three job. And it's, and it's just hard to... To and get everything you, going at the same time. You've heard us say it on the show. Like, the people who've been in their business for 20, 10, 20, 25 years, whatever, they're, they only get referral business. Yeah. Because they've created that culture in their company where they do quality work to provide that value for their customers. Right. And that's all they get. Right. So, you don't even need to market anymore not, at that time. But not anymore. But you do at the beginning. Right. And that's where you're at. You're at the beginning. At the beginning. So, you got you to gotta wow your customer. And then those customers will always send you more stuff. All right, ladies and gents, I want you to look at uh, Andres. This is going to be your camera, your phone right here. Tell people how to get a hold of you, and you can uh, point to your banner, too, if you want. It's right there somewhere? Yeah, yeah right, right there somewhere. <laughs> it's uh, alf.cleaningcompany at gmail.com, or you can call me directly on my cell phone, 619-518-1839. Um, if you need something clean, we'll clean it. Offices. Um, even real estate real, real estate is my main focus uh, just your real estate office where you work you don't mm-hmm. want somebody to come a potential buyer to come in and your office is a disaster that might deter them from even using you as a as a heck yeah for sure you don't want it to smell yeah <laughs> I walk in smell, and walk smells out. pretty bad too <laughs> but anything I mean parties after parties anything you need clean we, we we'll go we'll go to you perfect I hope so because virtual cleanings no, I'm just fine <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna work. All right. Lastly, uh, who do you think would be a good guest to be on the podcast? Um, my cousin Chris Gallegos. He's in escrow. He's in escrow company. I, I'm sure maybe um, a bunch of your your clientele or people you work with might know him. Sweet. Oh, by the way, Chris, it's your birthday. Happy birthday! I didn't forget. I haven't texted you yet, but there it is. Boom! Happy birthday, Chris. Dude, isn't that happy, happy birthday, Chris? I, I always I always say this, dude. The happy birthday song is the most depressing song. Wait, hang in, on. Was that like, Chris Fitz? Human history. No, it's Chris Gallegos. Oh, Gallegos. Gallegos. Yeah. Gallegos. So the birthday song is the most depressing. The person who you're singing it to doesn't want to hear it. The people who are singing it never want to sing it. Yeah. And yet it happens every time. I used to hate my birthday. Because of the happy birthday song. No, not because. Yeah, I don't know. It was like, for me, it was like a time to reflect. Right, so yeah. it's another year. Damn, what did I do? Where did I, I didn't do anything. I haven't done nothing. <laughs> I said I was going to do this. I'm already 37 years old, and I haven't done anything. Well, the good thing is you can start today. No, it's cool. I don't have that problem anymore. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I like I, my birthday. I had the problem. Now, now I like now my now I look forward to it. Now it's pretty cool. All right, so before we leave, shout outs to Rosalinda, Jessica, Cynthia. Yep, those are my sisters right there. My moms, All my right. wife Bianca. Because I know they're going to say hi. You're yeah. going to show it to them. So. And they're going to get mad at me when I didn't say their name. It's all right. I got you. I got right, you. I got you. See, we, we gave them a shout out. All right, ladies and gents. Uh, dude, thanks for coming out. Right, thanks for having me, man. I've learned so much in these you know, few minutes here. I'm glad. I'm going to apply that to our, our business coming up. And hopefully we'll be chatting soon. How and we got to let you know how, how much I've been growing. Yeah, we got a lot of agents. And I know that you know houses need to be clean. Yeah. We got clients that, that, that yeah that yeah pre staging. Uh, once you buy the home, you want your 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 client to have a nice clean home too. So hit them up. Uh, let, let me know. We'll be there for you. That's all we got for you guys today. 
365 pairs of shoes, actually, you know, before I go. 365 pairs of shoes, new, used, or cash donations. James at csfirst.com, 619-884-0045. Or uh, if you need insurance, whether it's commercial, general liability, life, health, auto, home, whatever it is, or you want to add insurance into your particular business, maybe you're a tax office, maybe you're an insurance, <laughs> I said insurance again, maybe you're Throwing a mortgage office, <laughs> whatever it is, maybe you are an insurance office and you're just not, you need more appointments, you need to hit us up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com, that's all we got for you guys today, peace, bye-bye, and I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.